Right now, what exactly is a war crime? So the United States President Joe Biden says Vladimir Putin is a war criminal. He says he should face a war crimes trial. He's basing that allegation on the discovery of dead civilians in the town of Bouchard uh, after Russian forces abandoned it. Now, our own Prime Minister, Jacinda Ardern, hasn't quite gone that far, but she certainly believes there should be an investigation. New Zealand, alongside other Rome Statute States parties, has already referred the situation to the International Criminal Court. Russia will be held to account. For war crimes. But what is a war crime? Well, Otago University law lecturer Stephen Smith is a war crimes expert and joins me now. Hello, Stephen. Uh, thank you. Thanks for having me. All right. Well, wars by definition involve death. And so the question is, when does military activity cross the line into war crimes? Right. So a war crime is any act in a war that adopts what you would call unlawful methods or adopts unlawful targets. And a key feature of a war crime is it has to be done on purpose. So if it's, for instance, an accident, as long as the accident is a reasonable one to have made, it's not a war crime. Uh, and these um, acts that are prohibited and these targets that are prohibited, uh, a central characteristic is the protection of civilians and civilian in infrastructure um, that are not legitimate military targets. So what we've seen in Ukraine and Bucha in particular that would on the surface uh, look like there's been a war crime there, there has been purposeful maiming and killing of uh, civilians um, uh, during a retreat, so that could be a war crime? Yes, on its face that looks like um, the actions of a war crime. The only question would be uh, intent. Uh, but from what I've seen, um, yeah, a lot of the killings of the civilians look uh, very intentional. Mm. Yes, proving intent. And intent is a major tenet of all law. And in this case, or in all uh, war crime cases, the fog of war makes proving intent quite difficult. It does, yes. That's one of the challenges um, in international criminal law. It is very difficult to... Uh, convict someone at a trial because you do have to prove the intent beyond reasonable doubt. We use the same criminal standard we use domestically for our criminal offenses uh, beyond reasonable doubt, which is a high standard to me. So Joe Biden and Volodymyr Zelensky are very happy to use the term war criminal against Vladimir Putin. Our prime minister is just a little bit more hesitant to do so. But I guess a war crimes tribunal would have to prove that uh, Vladimir Putin ordered the killing of the civilians in the retreat of Busha. Uh, that's right. So, I mean, there's a few ways that you could prosecute a head of state. It, it could be the fact that you have proof of direct orders, uh, but sometimes it's not that clear, and you have to rely on different principles. For instance, uh, if the leader of the country should have been controlling his military, uh, more closely, I guess you could say, uh, but was sort of neglecting that duty, that can qualify as well as the intent. It's sort of a, a negligence standard almost. And when we go to the ICC, the International Criminal Court, and we try to, to uh, prove war crimes, do we charge uh, individuals and individuals only, or do we also charge you know, battle units, and, and can we charge entire states? 
Before the International Criminal Court, you can only charge an individual person. Um, you can't charge a state as a whole, and you can't charge, for instance, the Russian army could not be a defendant either. All right. Neither Russia nor Ukraine is a member of the ICC, so is this all um, academic? Uh, it would normally be academic. You do have to be a member state of the ICC to be um, to have your nationals prosecuted by it. However, in 2014, around the time of the Crimean invasion, uh, Ukraine transferred its domestic uh, jurisdiction over war crimes over to the International Criminal Court, and it didn't put an end date on that transfer. So that transfer is that transfer of authority is still in force. And so anything that happens on uh, Ukrainian territory is subject to ICC investigation at this time. That is very handy, and it's good to know. And Stephen Smith, I thank you for your time today. Thanks very much.